Welcome back to Low-Key Deadly. It is Saturday. We're living our best life. I I have a sinus infection. I'm Cameron. I'm Victoria. I'm Sylvia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so we are chilling. I made some drinks for everybody. It's a very craft cocktail, you know, because I'm a level four bartender. Uh, barista. <laughs> <laughs> I have my bachelor's in mm-hmm. vodka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, I went into the liquor cabinet and I poured in some Tito's. I poured in some Chambord from that last one that we made. Mm-hmm. And then I went a little crazy, went into the other fridge, and I got an honest juice. Ooh. Very berry lemonade. Cut that shit open with some scissors and threw it in, shook it all together, and topped it off with some soda. Work. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I like my drinks, like, not sweet. I don't like sweet drinks. No, no. So it, my it gives a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of sass. Mm-mm. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this, Vicky. Tell me your story, tell me your motives, and tell me why you chose that outfit today. I really like this shirt, and I'm going to be talking today about the Napa murders. Napa, California? Napa, California murders. Did it happen at a vineyard? No. Was there grapes involved? No. Then I don't want to hear it. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> So, three roommates, 26-year-old Leslie Mazura, a tour guide at Nibam Coppola Winery and a former beauty pageant queen from South Carolina, a 26-year-old Adrian um, Insigna, Insagna, a civil engineer for the Napa Sanitation District, and 27-year-old Lauren Menza, a volleyball coach at a community college, lived on Dorset Street in Napa, California. Dorset uh-huh. Street. Okay. Yeah. Adrian and Lauren first moved into the home um, the beginning of 2004, and Adrian's friends Ben Katz, uh, Lily Prudhomme, and Eric Koppel helped with the move. Later um, that summer, Leslie ended up moving into the home. So, so this starts on the night of October 31st, um, 2004. Lauren, Leslie, and Adrian passed out candy to the neighborhood kids. And after they were done, they got ready for bed and were in bed by like 1030. Adrian and um, Leslie have rooms upstairs in the home and Lauren has a room downstairs. And that night she had closed the door. Her dog was in the room and around. So this is now November 1st because around like 130, um, Lauren was woken up um, to her dog barking and she heard someone going up the stairs she at first didn't think much of it because a couple nights before on October 28th, uh, Leslie came home with her boyfriend and they were doing the deed all night. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but they heard they were up all night hearing her. And the dog was barking also. Yeah, well, I don't think the dog dog was barking, but but because someone went up the stairs, she just assumed like, oh, maybe it's her boyfriend coming for round two. Um, 
So <laughs> she was just like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin their night. So she, again, assumed it was the boyfriend, tried to quiet her dog, and then went back to sleep. But then, however, like a couple minutes later, she was woken up to screams and someone pleading for help. Shit. Yes. So at this time, she tries to see what's going on. She gets up, and as she's walking, she hears someone running down the stairs as fast as they can, and she starts to panic and runs. In the report, she says that she ran the wrong way, but she ends up running towards the backyard. Mm -hmm. She runs into the backyard, which is surrounded by, like, six-foot fencing. So... She instead, like, I don't know if she could get out or maybe it was just closed off in just the backyard, but she ends up hiding in the backyard and she sees a man hop out the kitchen window. Oh, and not the door, the fucking kitchen window? The kitchen window. So that's most likely how he get, came in and left the same way. So she's still hiding there, freaked out, but she hears nothing. So she kind of thinks maybe he left. So she runs in the home to check on the two girls and she runs upstairs and finds the dead body of Leslie face down in her pool in a pool of her own blood. And um, and she was laying in the in her bedroom doorway Mm -hmm. and she's starting to look for Adrian and finds her um, in Leslie's room behind her bed. But she's bleeding, but she's still alive. So both of them were stabbed multiple times and she quickly runs to the home phone, tries to dial 911, but I guess the line went dead and she starts to freak out and she's kind of scared like, oh shit, what if this guy comes back? Mm -hmm. So she grabs her cell phone, gets her key and gets in her car and starts driving away. She left her there? Mm -hmm. Damn, that's cold. So as she's driving away, she starts calling 911 because she's scared like, what if the guy comes and she's next? Mm Mm-hmm. So she calls 911, 911 comes, the police and paramedics arrive and they start working on um, Adrian. They're trying to work as best as they can, but on the way to the hospital, unfortunately, she passes away. At this point, the police, the police are there and they start working on it like right away because they're in Napa, California. And this is again, like wine country. Nothing really crazy happens there. Like, I think the last murder that happened there was four years ago, but it wasn't like no double homicide type of um, situation. And um, during the like, so they're investigating the murder. They collect up to 266 items of possible evidence, um, which included uh, cigarette butts they were that were found like in front, like by the home, and 218 um, DNA samples. And they interviewed like over 1,000 people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. (laughs) And the police were kind of baffled only because, like, they weren't sexual assaulted. Nothing was taken from the home. So there was no motive as to why they were murdered. Did you say, like, did she get stabbed? Both of them, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So both um, Adrian and Leslie were both stabbed. And, again, because nothing really seemed off, there was no motive. And, again, they were baffled because, like, why would someone just come and do it? And with all the information they gathered and um, all the stuff they were they were still interviewing, unfortunately, the case began to go cold. 
because they didn't have anything. Um, however, they did end up running into a lead regarding the evidence they collected, the cigarette butts, and they, um, they noticed the brand, which was Turkish Gold. They found out the uh, crime scene, they tested it, but because they didn't have anything to compare it to, it was just like, what the hell? Mm. But they still like felt like it was like a important piece of information. Mm-hmm. So police were um, able to find out and determine that none of the girls smoked and that visitors that, they, that came to the home didn't smoke either. So they assumed like whoever came to the home was the killer. That's, and I guess he probably was by the home smoking before he ran into the home. Are they able to like, so like, let's say that, that they found that cigarette and they're, they use the DNA on it. Do they put it in a database like where if somebody was ran through the system, like if they were arrested, it would flag that? Or is it the other way around that somebody, <clears throat> somebody's DNA would have to be like cross-referenced? Like, I think it's both. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think okay. it's both. Okay. I think they put it in a system just in case if they were to run someone, it would quickly pick up. But then typical, like if you're going to prison, your DNA is automatically into the system. So if something happens, you would pull Mm -hmm. it up. Mm -hmm. So uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, Adrian and Leslie uh, were given proper burials. And for months, the case was still being investigated. And again, the main evidence was the cigarette butt because they just thought that was like... Out of everything, that was just the weirdest. That was just the weirdest one because it was just none of them smoked. So why would there be cigarette butts by their house? And that's weird that he was smoking like right before he or she, like whoever did it. Yeah, that is really weird. That is weird to me too. I was like, so like maybe gaining up courage to do it, mm-hmm. which still doesn't make sense. So again, because the case was going kind of cold for months and. So now we're in August of 2005. Um, Lauren, who was actually the survivor, mm-hmm. um, she was questioned again um, by police. And they asked her about, does she have any friends or family members that were possibly like smokers? She remembered Adrian's friend, um, Eric Koppel, who she remembered when they helped move into the home. Um, she When he helped, he was smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And... But she was like, I don't think he's a suspect, though. He attended both funerals, and um, he even asked Adrian's mom to um, to do a speech at his wedding. So they were like, no. She was in her head. She was like, no, I don't. I don't think it's him. And then on top of that, he had just gotten married in February, so of that year. So she was just like, no. And Lily who he married mm-hmm. didn't live there. So they didn't, she didn't think there was any correlation as to why he would be the one. Yeah. But police were like, well, we didn't get his DNA. So let's just get his DNA just to cross him out. Mm-hmm. But when they started to contact him, he wasn't picking up. Mm-hmm. He wasn't responding at all. And he started dodging the police. And that's when they kind of were like, starting to become a suspect yeah that's suspicious <laughs> mm-hmm. so to help so again going back to the cigarette but they were still like this is a bit off so to help further their investigation on um on september 2005 police decided let's just release these photos of the brand of cigarettes that we found at the crime scene maybe someone 
know someone who smokes that brand and maybe we can just go off of that Mm -hmm. and on uh september 27th 2005 11 months after the murder eric koppel turns himself in why a year later that's weird Mm -hmm. so his friends and family when they saw the picture they noticed the brand and they were like that's the same brand that um he smokes and mind you those cigarettes were kind of brand new Mm -hmm. into the market i think it believe it was like four months they came out before the murder so it's not like marble marble lights or something like that mm-hmm. where it's like anybody could be smoking that brand, you know? Shit, I miss smoking marble lights. <laughs> so his family and friends noticed and that's when he decided to confess to his wife and family and they convinced him to go and turn himself Mm-mm. in. Oh no. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> to avoid trial, he pled guilty. And he pled guilty to first-degree murder, and he also did that to avoid the death penalty. Because you know damn well he was going to be found guilty. Yeah. I say give it to him anyways. Mm-hmm. And Psych, bitch. <laughs> You're dead. Psych! <laughs> death penalty. Exactly. And it was believed his rage, it was all rage. He was going through depression um, Same. Because hit Lily at the time called off the engagement. She was like, no, I don't want to get married to you. It wasn't really given full details as to what was going on. But she called off the engagement and he believed. Um, and keep in mind, Lily and Adrian were clo- very close friends because they worked together in the same job. And Lily lived in the house with them or no? No, no, oh. no, no. So he thought that Adrian was getting in the way of their relationship and thought that was, it's her Mm. fault as to why their, the engagement broke up. And then to make matters worse, Adrian and Lily were planning a trip to Australia. So he was just like, Oh hell no. Like this bitch is taking my, my woman, the love of my life. And he just got fed up. So, um, so on the night of the murder, um, him and Lily were both at a Halloween party, which ended up in an argument because he was trying to get her to come back to his apartment, spend the night. And she was like, no, I don't want to be with you. The engagement is still off. So he went in a full pit of rage and was like, you know what? I'm going to, he just went in full rage. And because he's already been at that house before he went to that house, pretty much blamed everything on Adrian, went to that house to kill her. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So pretty much he blamed Adrian for everything. And um, in in the trial, Adrian's mom, Arlene, um, Adrian's mom, Arlene um, Allen, talked, um, wrote, pretty much said a statement about how um, you literally told me to do a speech at your fucking wedding. For you to be the murderer of my fucking daughter. That's fucked up. It's not no longer depression. You're just a sick bitch. 
he's just trying to make it seem like I was going through sickness and depression. Pretty much the statement was pretty much like, I'm a sick man. I'm going through sickness and depression. I just thought the love of my life was running away from me. Mm, seems sus. So he just thought, oh, Adrian's at fault when in reality, like, why don't you look in between like you and Lily? What was going on between y'all? Mm-hmm. And um, he ended up being sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. I'm still tripping yeah. out about the fact that that girl like left the other one when she was like still. To alive. be honest, when I read that part, I was like, you know what? I would have done the same thing, only because, <laughs> only because, I would be scared that he might come back, because, um, what uh, Adrian was still alive. So what if he was like, crap? Let me make sure. And when I was reading the reports when uh, Lauren got interviewed, she was saying that like, that could have been me too. If only my door was open, if, if my door was open, Mm -hmm. but because her door was closed, he just went, I don't think he thought anything because she moved in after like during the summer. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he knew about her. So he ran upstairs and did that. It just doesn't make sense to me why he would ask the mom, like, that's doing too much. Like, if you're trying to be smart about it, like, sick. it's go to the funeral and, you know, pay your respects. But, like, when you're doing something just a little bit suspect, if you're not close to the mom, then, like, why? why Involve yourself in that. I yeah. mean, I exactly. guess if they're, if they were really that close, then it, I, it would somehow make sense. But I, like, if I murdered somebody, I wouldn't be going up and asking that or their, mm-hmm. their mom. I would be like, yeah. you guys were close. You should have her say a speech at the wedding. Let mm-hmm. her know. Mm-hmm. It just seems like he was just like, let me put the fucking icing on the top of the cake. But that just, like, gave me chills. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Girl, get off the house. That's trippy. Mm-hmm. Especially just imagining, like, somebody running down the stairs right behind you. Oh, my gosh. That's even the worst. And, like, to hear that she ran the wrong way. And, like, what? imagine if, like, he had saw her in the backyard and was like, who's there? And she's like, it's me. Jessica. (laughs) I just was thinking about Scary Movie where she had the choice between the banana and the gun and she ran with the banana the wrong way. Yeah. (laughs) The good thing is she she ran rather than just stay still because some people just like stand still and just like freeze. So it could have just been. Imagine if like no one came by the house for a while. How long would they it would take? taken for someone to get there all i know is i'm running if i hear something i am running if i see mm-hmm. something i am running if i kill someone i am running mm-hmm. run I'm, I'm running run <laughs> but again i was just like he was outside smoking a cigarette and you know the creepy part is too kind of left us out but like she talked about how um lauren talked about how she saw, like, the, I think the porch light on. Like, I think it's, like, a motion sensor light. But she thought, like, the cats had triggered it because they had cats. And cats. she was just like, oh, well, it's probably the cats. And that's when she heard someone going upstairs. And that's when she assumed it was the boyfriend. But then I'm thinking to myself, with the cigarettes, was he there that whole entire time smoking? Probably. Oh, my God. She should have got a ring. Mm-hmm. You need to reinstall your ring. I need to connect my <laughs> Wi-Fi. This was in 2004. Security camera. Yeah. That is true, too. I fully believe in security. 
But then again, people have this like false sense sometimes when it comes to like areas. Oh, well, nothing really happens here, so it should be fine. Let's keep our dog doors unlocked. And it's like, no, lock your doors, bitch. <laughs> lock your doors, bitch. Yeah, always lock your doors. I don't care door, if you're no in a gated what. community. <laughs> but girl, this is just not the place where you need to lock your door. Mm-mm. Just kidding. <laughs> I just forget to do it. And honestly, if you want to come steal my shit, come and steal it. Oh my God, no. Because <laughs> I've been dying to shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm usually here. I don't want to deal with that at all. They steal Vicky. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. no. That's oh, no. one thing I always make sure to lock. That is scary. Oh, my God, that is so scary. Like, nobody's going to be walking in this bathroom seeing my goodies. Lock. I hear any deadbolt. Weird, I hear any weird suspicions cut. like a hair bang. I stopped showering. Like, do you get scared when you're shampooing your hair? Yeah, especially when I'm home by myself. Yeah, something's gonna come up and get you from behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. I burn my eyes. I'll be like, <laughs> you're not taking me. Nope. <laughs> Almost felt like grabbing a knife sometimes and putting it in the shower just uh-uh. in case. <laughs> Just be like, shank, shank, bitch. Got you first. Mm-mm. You start stabbing your shower curtain. <laughs> she hides a razor blade in her soap. I mean, ugh, I can't just think. I'm just like, I was reading this last night and like writing the story. And the whole entire time, I, I think that's one of the reasons why Poppy fell asleep at six o'clock in the morning. Because I heard, I kept hearing something. Of someone walking by, and then I was just like, okay, whatever. That's the spirit that lives here. And then I thought, <laughs> I thought the front door had opened, so I went to go check to make sure it was locked. Mm-hmm. And then I forget, like sometimes Braden's like watching TV downstairs, but like the whole entire time I was just like, okay. And she was up at the time, and the door was cracked. And I was like, can you please? Close One time, the door? Sylvia said that something opened up her door, and I don't buy it. I know it was you. <laughs> it was I not know it was me. you. <laughs> I was here by myself, and then I heard you in the bathroom or something. Yeah, I got up to go to the bathroom, and then um, someone opened the door like, like slowly but quickly, and then like I was like, "Camera, did you open my door?" Was it Kevin? No, it was, he was one asleep. of them. I, I honestly, it was not me. I was like, Cameron, I know you did it. I would have told you by now if I was fucking with you. I think it was just like the air, dra- like draft or something like that. The door was, was completely closed. It was a strong breeze. <laughs> that turned the knob. <laughs> yes, hurricanes. But yeah, that was my story. I really need to work on pronunci- pronunciations of the names. You just need to go like Leah G. Yeah. Well, I shortened it after. Kenneth after H. I said their names, I shortened it because I was just like, I already know me and last names. Horatio K. My tongue gets tied and I'm just like, mm. Yeah. Uh, same. Jenna M. Especially when I get nervous. Again, like one of the reports that I read said like the last murder that happened was four years before. So. That's because they're always drunk. Mm-hmm. They're just a happy town. That's true. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And then <laughs> again, like you wouldn't think anything would happen there. So. But I'm happy that she had a dog that was able to bark mm-hmm. and gave her a warning. I freak out when I hear a dog. I'm not going to. Like, Why are you I bitch? tell mine to shut the fuck up and go to bed. <laughs> Your dogs would not 
warn you. <laughs> no. They'd be like, you know, I'm going to let this motherfucker die. <laughs> like, I'm going to get honest, hit. I'm not going to do this. She'd be honest. <laughs> she don't know when to bark. She don't. She'd be barking random ass shit. Who did growl at Sylvia? The only person he's <laughs> ever true. growled at. He saw something. Mm-hmm. He felt, yeah, <laughs> the evil. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he said, get this bitch away from me. <laughs> Shit, that was a good story, bitch. It had me all scared. Goosebumps. Feeling somebody running behind me down the stairs. Oh, no. Don't do that. Trying to rip my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. Yeah. laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be like, oh, I didn't know you were here. <laughs> don't kill me. Don't kill me. Do you remember that, that video that yeah. I sent? <laughs> and it was like three o'clock in the morning and my phone froze. And um, it kept like doing something weird, and it was literally me staring at the picture of Eric. And I was like, "Fuck this shit!" I just threw my mm. phone to the side. I was like, "I don't need you for right now." What's yeah. his name? Eric Koppel. And too, like, how would you f- the, mind you, like, because he was married already to Lily, and then she finds out later that her husband has murdered her best friend. Like, did you think she was going to be like, you know what? I'm going to still be by your side. Like, no, bitch. No. <laughs> so that was my story. It was good. I. Yeah, Halloween's coming up. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Speechless. <laughs> mm-hmm. All we did was pass But that's candy. sad. Like, it's just your friends, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, you can make new ones. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that's oh just how I live my life. Oh, my God. <sighs> well, shit. We hope we scared you. We hope we shook you to your core. And we also hope that somebody's in your bedroom right now ready to chase you down the stairs. Because it's Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) So if you like us and you like our content, please subscribe. Please leave us five stars. Please pray for our absolution for any of the jokes that we may have made today. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.